Hello and welcome back to the Uninformed Podcast, the smoothest podcast in the world. I'm gathered with three bros, Jonah. Hey yo. Ethan. Hey yo. And Zach. Hey yo. Hey yo. Two letters, and I love them. H and an O, baby. Uh, that came off wrong. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 good, good job. Man. Yeah. All right, guys. Today we're going in the new realms. Whoa. Whoa! Uncharted territory, you say? I don't know that I'm ready for this. Yeah, we might not ever be, but you know, I figured as our 50th episode anniversary, whoa, we might as well go big. You know what I'm saying? Whoa, we might as well. Whoa! So, shout out whoa. to more woes. You know? Uh, yeah. we, we've made it quite far and uh, we've had a lot of fun uh, trying to get here so thank you to all our listeners for uh, listening and staying with us this long and, celebrate uh, good times come on come on Woo! Woo! yeah Zach what's the most beautiful thing in life Zach oh Ooh. oh wow Zach Zach <laughs> is never thought about that one um, doing this podcast with you guys it's pretty beautiful a little cheesy pretty but beautiful. pretty beautiful what if I told you the most beautiful thing was death? <gasps> death? No, oh not God. Mr. Grim Reaper himself. <sighs> yeah, that's deep, man. We're going to be talking about what happens after death. Whoa, <laughs> that's crazy. What a crazy topic, bro. It's a little crazy, but more so uh, reincarnation. Uh, Whoa. That's the avenue we're going. Ooh. And a real-life example of reincarnation happened Hey-o. in front of our own eyes? What? what? No well, way. I'm glad you guys uh, you guys are excited. Reincarnation. Let's, let's cover our brass tacks here, you know, because maybe you guys don't know what it is. There's pretty much two cycles. There is a linear or a, a cycle. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> no, linear would be point A to point Z. You are born and then you die and that's it whereas what we're looking at is a bit of a cycle so you are born you die and you get reincarnated and depending on the religion you turn into a plant another human an animal part of the earth your energy or your soul is then recycled and that is nice. the cycle of life right there that's like the true it. form of recycling yeah, forget water bottles when okay. when you can reincarnate yourself. Yeah, now we're talking. <laughs> now we are talking. So, can you guys think of any religions that might practice reincarnation, or not even religions, just just any uh, culture or subgroup? Buddhism. Yeah, Buddhism. Yep. In the Buddhism. let's talk about Buddhism a little bit. So, what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about basically just a few forms of reincarnation, mainly in Buddhism and Hinduism. And then from there, we're going to touch on a real-life example of reincarnation. What? So, Everybody is <laughs> a real-life example. Buddhism a little bit. Buddhism. Ethan, how long ago do you think it was established? The big, bald, fat guy. Uh, is that Siddhartha Buddha? Isn't that like in the, I don't know, 1200s to 1500s, maybe? Uh, yeah, it's a pretty good guess. Close. 2,500 years ago. Oh, so, not, <laughs> it's not close at all. <laughs> You know, you were halfway there. So that would be 500 years BCE. Yeah, roughly. Yes, roughly. I'm no mathematician, but that adds up. 500 BC. Let's call it that. Let's go. 
let's call it a wrap. Buddhism, 2,500 years ago, it became a thing. There's two major subdivisions and countless variations in regional practices where Buddhists believe in samsara or AKA the cycle rebirth. The one would be samsara is governed by the law of karma. Who's heard of this before? Karma. What goes oh, around yeah. comes around. Amen yep. to that. Mm-hmm. If you do good, good comes around. If you do bad, bad comes around. They believe that the soul's karma transmigrates between bodies and becomes a germ of consciousness in the womb. You know, you live a good life, you're good, and it'll get recycled in a good way. That's the whole point of you want to live a good moral life. Uh, how a lot of religions do something like that, where it's like, let's practice good, you know, ideologies, and this is our way of, you know, believing that. Buddhists, they also see unenlightened samsara as a state of suffering. Those will suffer, and that will escape the samsara, or the cycle of rebirth, and you'll achieve nirvana, or salvation. So basically, those are really the two main paths, where you can make it to nirvana, which just is basically a free land, or the other one. That's just a quick glance. Any questions about Buddhism? We understand how reincarnation works with that a little bit. We're experts now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mentioned it, but Hinduism. Jonah. Hinduism. You ever heard of it? Hindu. Yes. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh. Who hasn't? Jeez. Yeah. Now, I've heard of it. That doesn't mean I know a lot about it, but I've heard about it. Okay. And he's thinking about converting. All right. What's the S word I was just saying? What's it called? Samsara. Samsara. Oh, my goodness. Whoa. You know. You're a mind reader. Maybe experts. For our listeners, listen as well as you do. Ciao. Jeez, you're really macking on our listeners here. Yeah, they're going to not come back. For the 50th special anniversary, you know, good karma will come around. Yeah. As I put them in their place. Just Whoa. All right. The Hindu religion, it's vast and varied. And most of, most of them, they celebrate an array of gods with diverse traditions. Yet, this is the world's oldest surviving religion. And it's like Jonah so wisely said. It's through the acceptance of Samsara. And that is just another name for reincarnation. So that also links in with just karma. Hindus, how they differ a little bit, is they believe all individuals accumulate karma over the course of a lifetime. So basically you got a little meter and you're filling it up and you got to fill it up so much. That's how it happens. Although it's not regulated by God. In Buddhism, it's regulated that way and in Hinduism, it is not. For them, rather than nirvana, they also have a moksha. And that's the salvation from that circle of life. And that's just a really quick glance on just those two. So I think we all have an idea of what reincarnation is, right? Questions? Yeah. Yeah, that's good, man. I kind of want to hear more about them, but that's all right. We can move on. Yeah, well, okay. Name your favorite Hindu. Go. Oh, my gosh. My favorite Hindu. Yeah, I'm sure you have so many. Uh, Neelai Patel. <laughs> your, your favorite Hindu person. Yeah, Neelai Patel. Who? A podcaster I listen to. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe. I have no idea who that is. Shout yeah. out. 
Shout, Shout out. out. Oh, he's pretty big. He runs the Vergecast. Mm. So I don't know if he would listen to this. but Zach, let me ask you this question. All right. Do you believe in reincarnation? That's a good question. Uh, I thought about it. Right now, I don't believe in it. No. Okay. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Do you think if you did, you would have enough karma to be recycled as a plant? As a plant? <laughs> isn't Ooh, that the is lowest? that the best I could become? No, isn't a that plant? the lowest? <laughs> That's at the bottom of the list, isn't it? Well, You're trying yeah. to trick me here, Jared. I could okay, become something right. better than what I am. All right. I thought I could walk you into that one. No. Nah. Um, Zach, so, just think how disappointing you are to your ancestors who for <laughs> generations have worked so hard to finally become a person and now you're going to throw them all the <laughs> way back to a plant. <laughs> no, I'll be worse. I'll be the soil under the plant. Oh, not the dirt. <laughs> not oh, the baby. dirt. Uh, no, who knows? Maybe I'll be an established human being. Uh, a rich man. Someone who, like a, a good guy who lives a quiet life. That would be great. Yeah. Um... We all probably know this, but uh, most of the Western cultures is uh, pertaining of mainly Christianity or just religions that are not Hinduism, Buddhism, faiths that believe in reincarnation, whereas most of Eastern Europe does believe in those kinds of things. So this is a pretty wide world phenomenon, although in the world we're in now, it just doesn't feel like that, although it's pretty well believed, hmm. unless you guys practice Buddhism and Hinduism. I don't mean the... Yeah. I thought Step about on it. your toes there. All right, let's talk about a real life example, aka they are called the Pollock sisters. Oh the God. Pollock sisters. The Pollock sisters, unrelated to they Jackson Pollock. Yeah, I was gonna say Jackson Pollock. He's the artist who does string paint, right? String art. He does that crazy Ooh. art, but I'm yeah. assuming it's I don't, I don't unrelated. Believe in string art. Mm. It's That's, not. It's no. not string art. Nope. I don't believe in it. All right, the Jackson 5. Let's hear about them. <laughs> <laughs> On a Sunday morning in May 1957, a woman bewitched by despair after having been forcibly separated from her children decided to commit suicide. She took what she believed to be lethal quantities of aspirin and phenobarbitone and got into her car with the intention of colliding somewhere at full speed. Residents of the small town of Exum, Northernburg, uh, they saw her driving basically wildly through these streets. And what did she do? She ran into some children. The collision, it killed three children who they were happening to be walking to church in that very moment. And then they got crushed between a wall and the car. And it tossed them into the air that uh, in the newspapers they said, quote unquote, tossed into the air like cricket balls. So the woman was taken into custody and eventually sent into a psychiatric facility. I made it there. The three children, (laughs) it was 11-year-old Joanna Pollock, her 6-year-old sister Jacqueline Pollock, and their friend, who I don't have the name of her friend, but she means a lot to us. The families were, you know, devastated. And that was the end of the story. The end. Or was it? Or was it? Is it the new beginning? Was it? Whoa! That's right. Was it a new life? Mm. As I said in the beginning, the most beautiful thing in life is death. Death. Mm-hmm. Mm. So the Pollock twins. One year after the tragedy, John and Florence, those are the parents of the, the two kids who died, 
um, they gave birth to two identical twins. And the girls were named Jillian and Jennifer. And then the parents were like, huh, this is kind of weird. Jennifer has the same birthmarks. So there was a round dark mark on the left side of her waist, identical to little Jacqueline. And the other was a slightly depressed mark on her head, right over the right eye. And that was identical to a scar that Jacqueline had when she fell and hit her head on a bucket. You guys convinced? Reincarnation? You're in? Hmm. Well, you how do they act? Let's I see need, more. Need, let's let's, let's hear some more about it. I need a little more. You need a little more? A little yeah. More. Could be a little all coincidence. Right, all right. All right. Well, you guys are like little trouts. I see you swimming towards my bait right now. Ooh. Mm. So, let's flash forward, I don't know, about three years. Yes. When they were three years old, they were presented with the old toys of Joanna and Jacqueline. So as a reminder, the old kids who died, it was Joanna and Jacqueline, and the new ones are Jillian and Jennifer. So it's a lot, but stay with it, okay? okay. Jillian, Jennifer, Joanna, Jacqueline. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. So they were presented with the old toys of Joanna and Jacqueline that had been boxed away for several years. The girls didn't fight over them. Jillian claimed Joanna's old toys, and Jennifer claimed Jacqueline's. And they both accepted them as their own toys. So, Joanna, you know, since she was five years older than Jacqueline, she took on this motherly role. And eventually, uh, the parents observed a dynamic with the twins that Jillian was acting more mature and responsible than Jennifer. Basically, long story short, these kids' personalities, they started acting exactly like the children who used to be there before. And they would say similar, if not the same statements, such as, quote-unquote, I will never be a lady which they eventually knew that she was saying that she'll never grow up, which is something that the daughter who died uh, also said. Hmm. Wow. So Joanna and Jacqueline, they liked combing people's hair, especially their fathers. And guess what? This is going to sound crazy. The two daughters who died, they also did. So, what? you know, all right, these, all these right. are more than an uncanny amount of coincidences. Picture this. You have four children and they all like combing their dad's hair. Highly unlikely. So, <laughs> keep with it. <laughs> One of the other things, basically, was Jacqueline. She had a lot of issues writing, and she would hold her pencil upright in her fist. And then whenever Jillian started learning how to write, she did the exact same thing and did this for multiple years. I don't know if you guys are convinced yet, but this is where it gets juicy. I'm, I'm ready for some juice. Okay, let's hear it. I'm ready for some ju real juice. Juice at there's actually not that much more juice. Basically, there's a list of examples where uh, the one daughter was scared of cars, and then Jennifer shared the same thing, and then Jillian was scared of uh, small enclosed alleyways, and so was the other daughter. So basically, these personalities were very similar between the children, and they liked the same toys, and they almost started to adopt these personalities as the parents talked so much about it. So the question becomes, did Joanna and Jacqueline reincarnate back into their family, or did Jillian and Jennifer absorb their parents' unimaginable grief from their children dying? Um, so it's a, it's a case of basically, are these crazy parents who are pretending these children are the daughters who died? Or were they actually reincarnated and this is living proof as the daughters share physical markers and personalities that are exactly the same? So skeptics point out that Jillian and Jennifer would have learned a lot about their deceased sisters through the tragedy from their parents and that could have forced them to kind of take on those roles at a young age. The fear of cars, for example, it could just be a fear from the parents and that's why these two new daughters could have taken it. The biggest factor is basically the father, John Pollock, a Catholic, he was a believer in reincarnation and he used to pray for proof. So basically the parents believe in reincarnation, prayed for proof, and then they say this happened. These girls, they 
apparently shared the same memories until the age of seven. And then uh, at that point, they couldn't remember anything else until years later, we flash forward 30 years, that Jillian started having visions of Joanna, uh, the one girl who died, uh, of burying certain things where they then went back to sand buckets near the house and found buried items. Wow. So that's basically Whoa. the whole story right there. Of that's giving me chills. They got older, there were some flashbacks, and then they went and looked, and that's why a lot of people think, okay, this is more than an uncanny coincidence, reincarnation in the pudding. Wow. Thoughts with that. Wow. So maybe this is a little aside, but did the parents ever show um, the previous twins, um, like the pictures of them when they were little, to the new twins, Jennifer and Jacqueline? Is that correct? They were the new ones, right? Yeah, you can Google, you can see side-by-side yeah. photos, but they had, like, it, it's so long ago, there was black and white photos. Picture those yeah. old dangy cameras they had. Yeah, that, that's you know, true. They did show photos, and more so than that, they talked about the children a lot, and because the father believed in reincarnation, he talked to the children as well about yeah. how they were reincarnated from the two girls who had died. Was mm, the father a Christian? He was Catholic. So, so yes. yes. Sounds... Well, reincarnation wouldn't be coming back as who you are right it's your energy your soul as you said coming back into existence in some other form of life correct correct so depending on which so they which yeah depending on which line you you yeah. believe so mm -hmm. they wouldn't come back looking alike right again it depends which line you believe some believe that you'll come back to look the same Hence, you know, the doppelganger theory where yeah. you all got a doppelganger out there and you find old photos of, you know, Ethan from World War II and it's like, that could have been him, you know? Whoa, it's crazy. Time traveler theory. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, say I died and I was reincarnated and then I died and was reincarnated and then I died and I was reincarnated. There wouldn't actually be another doppelganger of me out there at the same time I'm in existence, right? Because I'm continuing to reuse my own car karma energy moving forward. Right. I don't know. It's interesting. I, um, I'm not really a believer in reincarnation, kind of like Zach said at the moment. Yeah. You know, maybe in the future, but right now that's not something I believe in. And I think the interesting part of this story is... You know, the psychological aspect of the dad did believe in reincarnation. Therefore, he would tend to see certain similarities, certain marks, certain attitudes, you know, tendencies, and be like, oh my gosh, it's, they're reincarnated. And Confirmation kind of bias. Ignore the differences. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So with that being said, Ethan, I have a question for you. So let's say you're a parent, and everyone knows what a table is, and you tell your children... That is called a tomato, and they call that a tomato, and they raise their whole life, and they're like, that's a tomato. The same thing being said with religion, where you could impress on children, and basically if you're raised in a house where reincarnation you believe, or Christianity you believe, um, how much do you think that overlays into finding you know, what actually happens if we do get reincarnated, or do you think that it is mainly kind of imprinted from, uh, you know, parents. A hundred percent. I think it's imprinted from parents, just like you said. That makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> so what was imprinted on you, Ethan? Uh, well, that gets kind of deep, but, uh, my parents split at an early age. So I have 
two extremely different viewpoints on every single thing that there is to be in life. So I'm very dull-sided on every single thing because of that, and I'm very thankful for that. That makes you well-versed, man. That's why we love you. That's why you're the podcast guru, I dare say. So do we have any other questions for us? I think it's an interesting concept of reincarnation. Like, just that your energy can come back and that, you know, basically, you know, I guess I don't know that your energy wouldn't be created or destroyed. It would just be transferred into something else. So whether that's, you know, a plant, a tomato, a dog, a a tiger, another human, Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting. Yeah, I agree. It's a fascinating theory for sure. Hey, thanks, guys, for all your enlightening takes. It was very interesting having this conversation with you about reincarnation and whether or not the Pollock sisters were actually reincarnated themselves or not. So thanks on going on this journey with me. And until the next time, Jared out. Au revoir. Peace out. Ethan out. <laughs>